Welcome to Funding Quest, where our quest is to help you find the best funding for your business. I'm your host, Byron Allen, and today I'm joined by Scott Emmerich, the Director of Loan Originations for American Life Financial. Join us now in this first episode of a two-part series on commercial mortgage brokers, where Scott takes us through the key components of a quality mortgage broker that can help you successfully acquire the financing that you need. All right. Glad to have with us here today Scott Emmerich with American Life Financial. Scott Emmerich is our uh, Director of Loan Originations and a past mortgage broker as well and a, a variety of, of experience in the financial services and a real estate lending industry that uh, he has he's bringing that experience to us to share with you today and we're going to focus primarily on uh, commercial mortgage brokers and how commercial mortgage brokers can provide value to the business owner who's looking for that loan and how to maybe watch for pitfalls and uh, things to to look for in a good commercial broker etc et and so it's great to have the unique perspective there aren't very many people that have Scott's perspective of having been a broker for quite a while and, and working with lots of lenders and borrowers and then also from the standpoint of working for a lender uh, where he works on the other side of the table where brokers are bringing him loans and, and so he has that unique perspective of both the lender's perspective and the broker's perspective and so we look forward to hearing lots lots about that. So. Scott, start us out with telling us how are commercial mortgage brokers different than um, real estate brokers uh, and what are some of those things that borrowers should be looking for in a good commercial mortgage broker? The, the key thing is going to be access to in many, many times more lenders than, than a borrower directly could ever know about or find and understanding how those lenders work, what they're looking for, so the professionalism that a broker brings is they have a network of lenders. In theory, they know what their lenders are looking for and what should fit in their underwriting box, if you will, which just means what types of property they lend on, what size loans. Some lenders specialize in loans like us from 250,000 to around 5 million, and some start at five or 10 million. So a broker is gonna get you in front of the right lender. And they typically bring a number of years of experience in this and they'll know relatively quickly whether you're going to qualify for a bank loan, uh, a bridge, you know, a shorter term loan which could be six months to three years, or if perhaps you have a loan that's a better fit for an SBA if you're looking for a long-term loan or you're buying a business that is something that a normal lender might not be able to lend on the value of. So they, they bring that, that experience and that knowledge of how that world works. To, to a business owner. Excellent. So what are some of the attributes of a broker that you'd recommend uh, as a business owner is interviewing or considering uh, brokers? What factors should they be considering or how? what's the best way for them to find that best broker for them? Um, a lot of times word of mouth is great. Banks can be referral sources, uh, CPAs, bookkeepers, you know, 
a lot of the brokers will actively try and build a network of referral partners with those types of professionals and they'll have established a relationship and oftentimes those people, the bankers or the CPA, they want to protect their relationship. So they will vet the broker a little bit themselves. They might send them uh, a test thing to work on and, and see if they're responsive, see if they follow through on what they promise, if they can actually deliver. So a lot of times these professionals have done the hard work for you versus just say Googling someone and finding an ad, which is, is also a way to do it as well. And uh, you know, one of the things to look for is you know make sure they have a website. You know the the pro the more professional brokers are going to be operating out there. Have a website. If you have an email that matches their website, they're not going to be using a free email account, and that just shows a little more attention to detail, which is an important part of their role is attention to detail because you don't want to be weeks into a process and then they notice something that they should have noticed on day one, and and. Uh, uh, responded to. So attention to detail is very important uh, with a broker. And you want a broker that's responsive. So if you reach out to a couple, the ones who take a few days or a week to get back to you, that's gonna go out over the whole process, whether it's a 30-day or a 60-day process to get a loan. That broker's responsiveness is like a, a window into how the whole thing's gonna unfold. So they can add or speed up the process considerably as can you know, the borrower as well. Mm -hmm. And what's a good way for a borrower to understand the broker's experience? Usually with a conversation, just asking questions, you know, if you've worked with this, this asset type before, perhaps, you know, you've, you've got something special like a, a car wash or a business that occupies a, a property. And you, there are brokers who focus on those types of loans and there's brokers who focus on other types of loans. Like if they're doing merchant cash advance, they might not be able to get you a real estate loan very easily. And they might say yes, because they want the business, but they might not necessarily know how to go about finding you help. And some will be transparent about that. I always was if someone came to me with something that was new to me, I would say, look, I haven't worked with this before, but you know, I, I think I can find <laughs> find the resources for you. So a broker that's that's candid with you about their experience uh, is, is always a good sign because you really want a broker that's that's transparent with you and not just going to sell you on. You might have a very difficult loan, and if they tell you, yeah, no problem, we'll we'll have you terms in a couple days, that's a pro person who's probably over promising to get your business. Right. Right. Excellent. Well. Are there some examples where you can think of and share with our audience where commercial mortgage brokers have, you know, specifically provided great value, where helped a borrower out, where the borrower perhaps tried looking themselves or or just weren't ha wasn't having any success, and and that broker was able to make the difference um, in them being successful. Absolutely. You know, a common thing that's happened to a lot of borrowers now are through bank consolidation. A lot of banks now, when they get acquired, the, your local or regional bank, they don't want your one or two million dollar loan anymore, unfortunately. And you might have had a perfect pay history and been a, a great customer, but it's not it's not in their interests anymore. So I've done it myself and I've worked with brokers who've brought loans to us that were coming from bank turndowns where all of a sudden that these people were expecting to refi a maturing loan and really didn't have the runway for a bank loan, which can take three months. 
they were maturing and the bank informed them, you're not going to be able to roll this over, so they need a bridge loan to, to get them some, some time to find a new bank and a new home. And, and it can be tough, especially in smaller markets, which is you know something that we do. We lend in, in tertiary and smaller markets. And it can be hard for if you're facing a, a maturing loan to get those done quickly with a lot of lenders, especially with a bank lender. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And what about situations where a broker can help understand there's a lot of lenders out there, right? Mm-hmm. So understand how can a borrower really navigate that, right? It's, you're, a borrower's going to get fatigued <laughs> applying in very many places. Of course. And, and such. And that's really the beauty of the broker, and that's where they earn their money. And that's why they charge, you know, called a success fee for when the loan does fund, and is that they are doing all of that legwork, which is a business owner or a property investor with a presumably a day job, you just don't have the time to invest in that. And it is a lot of time. It is a lot of chasing people down and a lot of emailing and phone calls. So they're making themselves very valuable. And especially, it's a lot of work when you, when you take it to the right lenders, it can be a lot of work. So if you're a borrower going, trying to do it directly and going to the wrong lenders, it's more than a full-time job to get a new loan. So the brokers make themselves very valuable in that way. Right. So speaking of timing, that's a great uh, point, is what is realistic that a, a business owner should expect? How long does it normally take to get a loan proposal or a term sheet or whatever to even know what lenders can offer? And, uh, and then ultimately to close loans? And does that vary depending on different factors? It, it really does. The more prepared the borrower is, the faster the broker can work. And so if you have, if you have your year-to-date P&L for either the business or if it's an investment property, if you have a rent roll that's accurate, if you have a recent personal financial statement, your taxes from the last two years ready, all those things will help a broker put together a loan package to reach out to potential lenders. You know, typically they can put that together in about in, in an afternoon or so, get everything, all the, the important numbers and start reaching out to lenders. Within a week, they should, they should have it in front of a number of lenders that, that, are, that could you know, offer terms you know, any day now, if you will. So for us, we underwrite our loans we front load the underwriting. So with us, once you give it to us, it might be one to two business days for us to take it to loan committee, and then you have your terms. Other lenders might move a little quicker, but they haven't actually fully underwritten your loan package. So they might work off of an address, a rough loan amount, a rough value, and give you terms that are much more uh, on the fence. And that's something that you want to inquire from your broker is if you do have terms, you know, how solid are these terms? How does this lender operate? Is this something where they're not going to truly underwrite the file until they've taken a loan deposit and then you're going to know what the terms are gonna be? Or is this something you can count on from day one that you get terms that those are with, you know, kind of fun, which is how we operate. Excellent, excellent, thank you. So as far as fees, you mentioned that uh, they'll often charge what you call the success fee. Mm-hmm. So, and then you also mentioned lenders may charge a loan deposit or some type of upfront fee before they might do their underwriting. 
or certainly before they do a lot of their underwriting. So talk about fees. What should a business owner expect? Fees from both the broker and the lender from upfront and at closing. Mm-hmm. So most brokers aren't going to charge much upfront unless they're they're the exceptions I've seen in the marketplace are former bankers, former commercial bankers who have a strong underwriting background who will put together a full underwriting package. They will go on their resources, they will come up with a value, they will uh, run the numbers, so they will submit a full underwriting package to a lender. And those tend to be for loans, you know, three million and up. Um, they might charge an upfront fee because they are doing a lot of work and they have the background and the experience and the training to do that work properly. The great majority of brokers won't charge upfront and they'll put together a, a simpler, less uh, involved loan package, but still enough for the lender to work with. Um, most lenders won't charge anything until they're ready to issue terms. There's a couple out there that will charge a fee just to look at the loan which is something with as many lenders are out there, you probably don't want to pay just to have a loan looked at. And then for origination, which is what the, the lenders are gonna charge with the loan, you know, that, that can range from 1% all the way up to four, and just in scale of, of difficulty of the loan and difficulty of the property, so a 4% is gonna be on a, a, very, on a true hard money loan from a lender that is really only gonna look at the asset. They're not gonna want any other information from you. And then the converse is, you know, a bank might charge a half a point in origination and nothing until close. So it really just depends on who the lender is. And that will all be spelled out in a term sheet very clearly, which you wanna read every page of the term sheets, all of the, the fine print to, to understand, especially with loan to value, how they're calculating it, any of those things that, that there are some unscrupulous lenders that you know brokers might not be aware of. I warn them every day to avoid certain lenders if they're shopping alone. So you want to be paid close attention to that. I've heard the saying, the large print giveth and the small print taketh away, <laughs> right? Yes, <laughs> right. So what are, on that topic, what are some of those things that would be really valuable uh, for our, our audience to be kind of made aware. If you're on the phone with them and you're saying, okay, these are the things specifically to look for, mm-hmm. what are some of those things? You'd want to, one, make sure that the lender is actually a lender. Unfortunately, in this business, there are a lot of brokers who are market themselves as a lender that aren't actually doing the lending. So you wanna make sure that, that any term sheet uh, is actual terms coming from a lender and not a broker who's essentially created their own, which unfortunately does happen. You wanna calculate, you know, loan to value is a very big concept in this business, which is, you know, the percent of the value of the property that the loan is going to be. Lenders operate, they'll loan 50, they'll loan 70, they'll loan 75 in some cases, but you wanna make sure how that's calculated because some lenders will issue terms and it's not at the current market value or the current value if the building's an investment property, it's the value if they had to sell it in a fire sale. And there's a small number of lenders that lend on that. So 70% of the value of the property is actually might only be 45%. So that's something where there's a handful of lenders and it's in the fine print, but you do need to be careful. Mm -hmm. So there's another thing. So your lender is going to 
investigate you, if you will. They're going to underwrite you as a borrower in the property. So they're going to look at the value of it. They're going to look at your credit. So you want to do the same thing with the lender. You want to see who this lender is. You want to make sure that, you know, see if they're in a state that requires a new license, that they're licensed, that, you know, go on the website, see if they have pictures of the people who work there and they have an address listed and a phone number and biographies. You know, if it's a certain, if it's a lender that's fueled by investor money, they'll often have an investor login. And so those are all signs that, okay, this is a real, this is a quality lender, that this is what they do. You know, a lot of the ones that, that, you know, they might be, say they're based in New York and you look at this address and it says Fifth Avenue and you see and it's really a mailboxes, et cetera. And they're not actually on Fifth Avenue and there's a hundred other businesses with that address. And I, I've seen that. So you want to see who you're, if you're sending thousands of dollars for a loan deposit and an appraisal, you want to know who you're dealing with because ultimately you're going to be dealing with them for the next say six months to five years. And you know, make sure that you know a simple search will find lenders that maybe they've been sued a lot of times by borrowers, or they've sued a lot of borrowers, and those would be red flags. They've gotten in trouble with the state for issues. Those would all be things that that you want to, if you're making a decision involving hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars, that you want to make sure that that you're going with with a, a reputable lender, which is one of the things that attracted me to this company was that we're owned by a life insurance company and that's really the gold standard in commercial lending and they're not easy to find most life insurance companies don't work directly with brokers they have they have a, another layer of mortgage banks in between them so we're a rare life code that can do a small balance loan and so you really want to know who your lender is going to be excellent and and that's a Great. Uh, those are those are excellent suggestions. That could be an area where the mortgage broker can also help yes. do some of that research for the yes. borrower, right? They they should be doing it, but you know the old rule is never assume, right? <laughs> you know, double check. And I know our, our our brokers speak positively that when they tell us, "Oh yeah, when our customer went to your website, you have a really nice website," and it's nice to see you've been in business for so many years. Those types of things, you know, as a rule of thumb, a, a lender that's been in business, you know, longer time than, than less is, you know, probably more solvent. It could possibly be a better long-term partner because, you know, like this company, we've survived double-digit interest rates. You know, we've survived low single-digit interest rates. So we're, we're around for the long haul, which is what you want. You don't want a lender. We had a couple loans this year that came from lenders that were in receivership because of COVID. They had a, enough loans that went bad that, that they had to cease operating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, excellent. Those are, those are really good points. Scott Emmerich just gave us an in-depth description of the qualities necessary for a top-tier broker. One of my big takeaways is that your brokers and lenders are people that you need to trust. Scott recommends you find someone responsive and transparent. In my experience, finding a good broker can make all the difference throughout the process of securing funding. Thank you for joining us on our funding quest, and we'll see you next time for the second half of this conversation with Scott.